Hello, welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 189. I'm your host, Jacob Rush, and I'm joined by my co-host, Joshua Taylor, and we are back, and we are playing with power. Josh, my friend, how are you doing this evening? Hello, I'm doing just fine this evening. I like that uh, nice microphone you're talking into there, bud. Yeah, yeah, I recently picked this thing up. One, I uh, broke the one, my headset for work. And uh, two, I was also starting to to do my streaming and all of that. So I was like, and, and this, I was like, yeah, it's time to buy a headset. Good. Well, it's better than nothing. Breaking something always gives you a good excuse to buy something, right? Yeah, that was a piece of crap anyway. So. <laughs> nice, man. Well, um, honestly, we had entirely different plans for tonight. Um, Ryan was supposed to be here, um, and we don't know really where he hit. he is. We haven't even heard from him, so um, we changed the topic at the last minute, and we are, I mean, we already had this episode planned, but we're doing it sooner than we anticipated. But um, let's not waste any time, Josh. We're starting late, thanks to Ryan. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll go ahead and get into what we have been Radical Rexing about. Josh, why don't you go first, man? What are you radical rexing about, dude? All right, so lately, um, really, I've been trying to put a little effort into this whole streaming thing. It's something completely new to me. I like trying different things, you know, started doing this show whenever that was, last year sometime, um, you know, doing the writing, and now I decided, hey, let's try this. Just kind of got my hands in a bunch of stuff. Um, my laptop doesn't like it too well, but it's worked out okay. Um if anybody does want to go check it out, it's Whopper744 on Twitch. But um, So, yeah, I've been kind of putting a lot of thought into that and just seeing where it goes. I like trying to figure things like that out and, and see what we can do yeah. with it. Um, and maybe if it even you know can come back around and, and help out this whole show and, and all of that sort of thing, that brand, so to speak. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've been putting a decent bit of effort into that. Um, really, other than that, just kind of the normal stuff with working from home, Looking forward uh-huh. to uh, <laughs> my kids' kindergarten year starting, because then nice. I can work from home in complete peace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as they never send me back to the office, which I'm fine with. Yeah, dude. I feel you on that. I love my time with her. But yeah, that it gets a little hard during the workday. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's the reason why, I mean, they go to school. You know, mm-hmm. then they they learn instead of playing around at home all the time. So, but cool, man. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's about it. What you got going awesome. on? Awesome. Uh, well, nothing crazy. I mean, I I'm back to work full time at a job now, so that's been good. Um, and I um had Traven over yesterday, so that was fun and. We hung out. We played old games on the SNES Classic. Yeah. My hacked SNES Classic. And we finally, we got all the way to the final boss of Radical Rex. And it was very difficult. So we just saved it there and we'll beat it another day. But we, uh, well, Traven, mainly, I just watched and laughed. But hit the reset and save states for him. But um, (laughs) because the game is stupid hard. I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not stupid hard. Um, it's unf- it's unfair like the way they made it like stuff it's designed to you're designed to fail a million times before you figure it out that's how 
you know, those old games. Like Mega Man. You hear that, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> exactly like Mega Man. And there's no save states. And it's just... It's... Yeah, you're there to screw up and um, play it a million times until you master it. But with save states and rewinding, we can abuse that now. So we're kind of getting them back, you know? Like, they purposely made their game very difficult. So, oh, sorry, I'm not here. It's pretty late here. We're getting tired. Um, but outside of that, uh, you know, nothing really. Uh, I'm re- I'm just excited to, you know, be on this week's episode. I wasn't on last week, so. Um, but why don't we not waste any more time, my friend? We we are in, I, we said it's late, so um, we're not going to waste any time for real. We're going to get into the topic at hand. And this week, you might think this is a little weird. Uh, we're a family-friendly show, and uh, we will remain that, especially for this episode. However, we are going to talk about a pretty raunchy game. <laughs> and um, I can... Well, we'll just talk about it. It's all about Conker's Bad Fur Day. All right, Josh. Wow, Conker's Bad Fur Day. strange fellows that surround my throne. That you also say. Well, it's a long story. Come closer, and I'll tell you. It all started yesterday. What a day that was. It's what I call a bad fur day. People are going to think I uh, played this game. <laughs> I've, I've only played bits and pieces of it. I'll just go, I'll jump right in. Um, my original memories with the game. Uh, an old friend from elementary school. Don't know him anymore today, but back in the day, would always go to his place, and he had this game. His parents did not. They weren't like my, my parents were very Christian and very... Uh, 
protective as parents were like almost the exact opposite. I'm actually kind of on, honestly surprised that my parents ever let me hang out with this kid. <laughs> um, but uh, they um, are he his parents didn't care. They bought him this game, and uh, I watched him play this game. So I I watched someone play Conquer, and I played maybe just messed around a tad bit here and there on it, um, and definitely played the the multiplayer mode against the teddies. Um, other than that, that's really it. I mean, so I know a lot of the game. I know what a lot what happens. Um, and honestly, if my mom knew I saw that, she probably would have been very upset. Um, I mean, I wasn't even allowed to watch like The Simpsons as a little kid. Like that was no no. It was the devil. Same you here. You know, and and uh, you think my mom's gonna be okay with me playing Conquer's Bad Fur Day? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, but you know, Josh, you've actually played and beat the game because we know that you're going to hell. Oh, whatever. But we we do know that you have played it, and and to be quite frank, you know the game. Outside of the rated M garbage, it's a game that's right up my alley. I mean, it's rare. It's the same feeling as it's woodland creatures. It, it's very Banjo-Kazooie feeling. And, um, you know, I wish it wasn't rated M. So uh, why don't you talk about your original experience with the game and um, we can just dive into the story and go from there. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot to talk about this one, even... Maybe a little bit of the development, how it started, but but yeah, real quick, um, I, my first experience with it. I, I sounds like I grew up in a similar household as you. We we talked about it before. Um, you know, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons and things like that. Um, but for some reason, I do remember my dad reading this one. Um, you know, it's kind of obvious it had the big M on it. I mean, me and him played like just about every rare game before that together, from the SNES to through the sixty four. Um, so I really, from that time, I remember some of the beginning when, uh, again, I know this is a family friendly show, so I'm going to try to keep this as clean as I can, but basically he's walking around drunk, trying to find his way home. <laughs> um, but and I vaguely remember that and my dad kind of making fun of it. <laughs> Don't judge my dad for this. <laughs> but, um, but I remember that. And then. The uh, some of the multiplayer, uh, there's one. What is it? Thief or something like that, um, where you go around and like you have to steal stuff from the other team. It, it's actually yeah. kind of fun. But I, I remember playing that as like a kid and some of that wasn't the cleanest either. But uh, yeah, I, so that's about all I really remember from it my first time because I never did get it. I kind of wish I did just for my collection's sake, especially with the cost of it now. Yeah, it's really expensive, but. Uh, rare replay on the Xbox One is when I went back and revisited it as an adult. Um, is that is that live and reloaded version or no. is it um, it's the old school one? Yeah, it's, it's the sixty four one. Um, so yeah, I, I pretty much beat that same version. And it's kind of funny, uh, not to interrupt, yeah, yeah. but to make note of X of the live and reloaded one. Like everyone thought. Like, oh, wow, Conquer belongs on Xbox. It's an adult system. It's just for grown-ups. And they're all about Conquer and his raunchiness. <laughs> and um, actually, the 
Live and Reloaded is actually more edited than the original yeah, it is. game itself. So like it actually did the opposite of what everyone just assumed would they would do, which is, I I thought was a funny side note there. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that as well. I've never played that version of it, um, but yeah, from what I've heard, a lot of the language and stuff is a little more cut out of that. So I kind of wish I would have played that one. Um, but I do know the uh, the multiplayer. In the 64 one is a lot better. I think the multiplayer in the Xbox one is just like online only, I think. And um, I don't even know if that works anymore. So, but, but yeah, I played through it on Rear Replay like two years ago, I think it was, or something like that uh, during the summer. And it was definitely, it's definitely one of those I don't play with my daughter in the room. Um, and, you know, I, we too, I, Christian house. I'm not perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I played all the way through it. Um, Clearly, Josh, Josh picks and chooses what he thinks is forgivable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to lie. To I, I did get a lot of laughs out of parts. Now, there were a couple, there's one or two things in particular that stick out of my mind that was like, okay, that was maybe a little too far even for me and I can handle, I think, a decent bit. <laughs> but I just kind of, you know, book through it there is funny stuff and i mean yeah you know there's it, it can make you laugh i remember laughing at parts and i'm sure i'd find it parts hilarious today and, but yeah you want to talk about our faith um as somebody who lives as, as christians there's a lot of uh a lot of regular things that i don't really include in my life on a regular basis as a source of entertainment um from the game but yeah it's there there's a lot there's a lot i mean from sex to gore and what you know (laughs) not not to stick on that side of it too long but yeah if if you're like us if you're a good christian family whatever you want to call it just or even just have high morals and want to have a clean sure thing just just know yourself you know what i mean be (laughs) be mature and your, what can you your morals, your what beliefs. What you like to consume. Yeah. So anyway, going back into it a little bit, um, it, it really is. It's one of those things that, you know, this one's rated M, but so is Doom, for example. But I feel mm. like this kind of has more adult-themed stuff in it than something like that even does. Absolutely. Um, it, it's... I'm trying to think of the right words to say, <laughs> especially so I don't but this, contradict myself here. Well, you know what? One thing I'll just, I mean, this is in my own personal opinion about it. Like just the, on the discussion of rated M, um, it says rated M for mature. One thing that I don't like about it is that the game entirely looks, it's for children. I mean, it looks like it's for children. I, I remember asking for the, this game for Christmas before I knew what it was. Like I, I talk about our nostalgic memories. I do remember making my Christmas list and looking through like, oh, the the Toys R Us catalog and Conker's Bad First Day was there. So I, I didn't know what Rated M was. I didn't know what this game was. But I asked for it because it looked like a game that would be fun, that I liked. But it's like the same reason why I actually don't care for The Simpsons as an adult or why I don't care, definitely don't care for crap like Family Guy and Sponge... Or not SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> SpongeBob could, SpongeBob could be questionable at times, but um, uh, like South Park, I don't nah. like. I'm not a fan of stuff that looks like it's for children 
being inappropriate and bad. Because I, I as as a parent, and even before I was a parent, I feel like it's um, deceiving, and it could it could fool kids. In in my opinion, like stuff's for kids, you know, and um, like it appeals more to children. And I know people will probably yell at me as they listen to this podcast. That's just my opinion. I I wish garbage like that wasn't tainting cartoons, <laughs> um, because. I love cartoons, and to me, they're wholesome and pure, and uh, for the most part, and I don't like to see that garbage mixed in with it. Yeah, it, not at all. Gosh. So this one was a, a funny one. I guess I'll back up to this point for a second. But you know, Conker started out in, in Diddy Kong Racing with all of those guys. That's a yeah. very kid-friendly game. Um, right. And then he had what we talked about, Conker's Pocket Tales, uh, whatever yep. it was, a couple of weeks ago. And yep. that one's a very kid-friendly game. Um, even I, I don't know if. I mean, it's not not that Banjo-Kazooie is adult, but it's almost like more kiddie than Banjo and Kazooie would be, if, if that makes any sense. But mm-hmm. but yeah, like then this one, uh, Chris Siever took it in a different direction. And it was supposed to be kiddie. Yeah. It started out that way. Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be 12 Tales Conquer 64. I actually remember seeing uh, some pictures of it in Nintendo Power, I believe, and maybe a, one of those VHSs from Nintendo Power got something like that. And I was pretty excited for it, and then it kind of changed, and I guess I wasn't allowed to get it. But, um, but, but yeah, so it was going to be sort of in that same vein, and the gameplay in a lot of ways is. Um, so to get a little bit more into the gameplay itself, it, it's a 3D platformer, um, and it's a rare-made one, so that already sounds good. It's, it's, uh, It still doesn't quite feel, I don't feel like quite as the same level of polish maybe, or quite as good as like banjo kazooie does or banjo tooie or oh, i'm thinking of as banjo i'm trying to think of another example even donkey kong 64 in a lot of ways minus i know it's got some issues with its collectibles and stuff but it just doesn't quite feel the same but overall i still think it's a pretty good game it's got um pretty decent variety to it like there's one part where you're just going through this mansion trying to fight these what was it zombies or something um, and you're just trying to shoot everything. And and all of it's kind of fun. I think there's a vehicle a part where you have to drive around in a tank or something. I'm, I'm mixing some things together, yeah. but it all feels pretty good. Um, Can you um, explain the story a bit? Like, What's the overall story here? Why is Conker having a bad fur day? <laughs> so the story gets kind of wild. Um, I guess, first off, there is a lot like through the whole story, especially I feel like near the end, there is a lot of like, pop culture references, a lot of movie references oh, yeah. throughout it. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to kind of skip over some of that, but because yeah. I mean, it, I think a lot of that makes the game timeless. Oh, I it does. It, and it, it picks good ones too. It's not like, uh, maybe this is a weird example, but this is something that kind of bugs me is like in some newer kids movies, um, illumination's kind of bad about it. They'll reference a lot of current songs and things that yeah, aren't yeah. timeless. If that makes sense. And then, like, when you watch it five years down the road, it feels kind of weird. But, like, all the references in this are, like, uh, The Matrix, which is, you know, fairly timeless. And then you've got, uh, what else is in there? Alien. Alien. um, Alien was huge. Yeah, things like that. that, I mean, that everybody sort of at least knows of. uh, Right. But, but yeah, anyway, the the beginning of the story. The Matrix one is cool. (laughs) That one is. It's it's near the very end. Probably the best part of the game, honestly. It is. Um, but yeah, he, the very beginning of it, he is trying to return home to his girlfriend, Barry, after a night of binge drinking with his friends. 
So skipping over some of the story here, I'm kind of reading some of the summary. Um, meanwhile, the Panther King, who is basically the villain in this game, um, who is the ruler of the whole land that conquered his lost end. This is where it gets really ridiculous, but I kind of love it. It's that stupid rare humor. Finds that his that the king finds that his throne side table is missing one of its legs, and he basically he can't set his glass of milk down on it because his like coffee table is all screwed up. So I, I'm trying to summarize this, but it's really complicated. <laughs> Professor von Kripp, Kripple. Okay, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> His professor comes in to help solve the problem and suggests the use of a red squirrel as the fourth leg of his table. Apparently, that is the best thing to use as a replacement for the leg of this table. Anyway, the Panther King sends out his minions to go capture one. Conker happens to be that. Um, and Conker is on his way home at the beginning of this with a hangover and ends up running into all of this mess as all of those bad guys come after him and so forth. He ends up in a bunch of different scenarios, like confronting a giant uh, opera singing pile of poop. Um, he gets drafted into a war about between these gray squirrels and a Nazi-like group of teddy bears, mm-hmm. um, and all kinds of other oh, ridiculous yeah, situations. I mean, that's another. That's a whole other movie reference right there. The whole beach scene was that Saving Private. Yeah, Ryan? yeah. It's it's really in a lot of ways like. I guess in some ways I almost feel a little bit guilty. Like, this is kind of my guilty pleasure, I guess. But in a lot of ways, I really yeah. do love this, just for how ridiculous it is. Yeah, um, it is ridiculous. So that's kind of the gist of the story. I won't, like, get into the end, but the, the end, honestly, by the end of it, for those who have seen it, I don't know, should I spoil it? I don't know if I should or not. Um, I mean, it's a pretty old game josh i don't think people would be too upset (laughs) okay well without going into everything that happens basically by the end of it conquer kind of loses everything like this is kind of a goofy funny adventure but by the end of it he is the king which he kind of reveals for some reason at the beginning he is the king and this is him telling the story forgot to mention that yeah but and he pretty much has everything but has nothing he lost his girlfriend uh she dies in the middle of it sorry about that and um yeah, basically after the credits roll, Conker is seen at the same pub at the start of the game. I think he has a crown on or something. So um, he starts taking off in the other direction at the very end of it. So it's kind of got like a deep story at the very end of it. It almost has like a, mo- uh, what, what's the word? Like a moral to the story by the yeah. very end of it. Uh, uh, the little speech he has at the very end. Um, yeah. So it's actually like, I, I don't know. I, I walked away from this actually still really liking Conquer. <laughs> um, and what's funny, even yeah, he learned he learned a lesson through it all. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it ends kind of basically pretty depressing. It it does. I mean, it kind of leaves some things open, but at the same time, yeah, it, it it really does. And like, you almost feel bad for him. I feel like one of the well, okay, there is one part where where you basically kill a baby dinosaur, and I was like that. That's horrible. I don't know if you've seen that part. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. It's one of the cross-the-line moments. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't... I don't feel like like he's this horrible person, so to speak, for the most part. I mean, yeah, he likes to drink and things like that. But, like, a lot of the bad things I feel like that happen in the story, he's just in the middle of it. Like, another character's doing it or something. Yeah, Whereas yeah. the one cursing, and he, he doesn't really, you know... 
he doesn't say a whole lot of I don't know maybe maybe I'm giving him too much credit <laughs> I mean he's kind of a smucky jerk you know yeah he he eggs people on and has a little attitude yeah and, like I said it's it's almost it, it is it's a guilty pleasure I guess but I, I got to where I really actually like the character even in this game yeah I mean <laughs> it for this reason like you know we can talk about the the review of it and like the reception and yeah. like Nintendo did not like this game. They did not want this game on their system. Um, that's why it came out the end of the N64's life and they barely advertised it. They really did not want to show it off mm-hmm. much. It was kind of like a, I think they regretted letting rare make it. Um, even though they were still going to put it out yeah, because it really went against Nintendo's image again. It's a cartoon game that's very, very, very. That was you know published by them, you know, uh, and I, Nintendo is very. Uh, you know, maybe this is me reading between the lines, but I think it's a part of a, a reason why Nintendo didn't really fight super hard to keep Rare around when the buyout happened. I've wondered about that. Yeah, I don't think this helped their chances. No, I mean they then Rare would slide in things even in banjo kazooie and tui you know just google it they have they have some inappropriate things that they slid in there that's not recognizable by the kid wouldn't see it yeah yeah kid wouldn't i didn't see it as a kid but as an adult i'm like i totally see it and you know i'm sure that ticked nintendo off that would tick me off if someone did that to my stuff and i wanted to keep it clean um so you know, I think this game did not help their chances. Um, however, I still think they should have re- they should have bought Rare. I mean, at the end of the day, Rare's still awesome. I wish they could have done this almost the same, but maybe I don't want to ruin it for people. But maybe like did it as a teen game. I don't know if they wanted to make him edgy or something, have a little fun with that, and be a little ridiculous. Okay, but maybe it just went a little too far <laughs> i mean it's just what the people who are who are addicted to this game who love it no they would tell us we're idiots oh yeah so, I, I know I, I, that's they, fine they love the off the wall unfiltered stuff that we don't want to see uh, yeah I, i'm with you i, I get I, mean, that. I think you i think you could make this game t and it still be just as fun gameplay wise and it can have a lot of hilarious humor in it that's not inappropriate. Um, but unfortunately, that's not what people want. And and likely so. Um, you know, Conker has set his name up to be known as a rated M character now. And he'll probably forever be that way. Which, at this point, fine. Whatever. You know, but... Um, I don't know if they're ever going to do anything with them again anyway. No, I highly doubt it. Xbox doesn't do anything with... Rare, hardly at all. Yeah, the, with their old... Besides make merch now and, and make money off of us suckers. Yeah. So nostalgic for it. <laughs> but, you know. I You'll never... I, I firmly don't ever believe you'll see Conker in Smash Brothers. Put it that way. Like, people argue for Conker in Smash Oh, no, he's now. not. I wish he was, but no. It's hard enough... It's it's like it's like trying to get something passed in Congress to get Nintendo to put a Western character into Smash. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a flipping miracle. It conquers not gonna happen. I'm I wish he would, but that's just not gonna. Banjo Kazooie happened because they were a face of Nintendo at one point, I, and that still baffles me. I'm super happy it happened, but that I'll. I mean, yeah. go back to the N64 era. Banjo Kazooie was on the covers. They were on like they were being advertised just as much as Donkey Kong and Mario. Like they're 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 advertising images with Banjo and Kazooie. Yeah, in line with with next to Link and Mario on the box on one Kong. of the boxes for the sixty four, I believe. Exactly, they because it was made for Nintendo. Banjo Kazooie was a Nintendo IP made by Rare for Nintendo. Um, Conquer was not pushed like that to the top. Um, I mean, he was made for Nintendo pro- as well too. I think I'm not too sure on clearly on his game. I didn't play it, but. But Nintendo, they're not going to push that guy. (laughs) They're just not going to push that guy. Yeah, look up um, some of how this game was uh, advertised, if you ever get the chance. I'm not going to mention it all here. But yeah, I mean, Ryan wanted to talk about for just fun, like Ryan didn't want to. He thought about it and we just agreed it was bad. But just looking up the the, um, TV commercial... um, for the game, Ryan, we wanted to do it for a commercials episode. Ryan initially thought about doing it um, because he remembered it. But, I mean, it basically sounds like a porno, if you remember. Yeah, that um, one's bad. It's not a porno, obviously. It's nah. a commercial, but they totally give off the portrayal of that something is going on. And... Um, Again, plays right into the humor of who Conquer is, and it, it, it fit right in with that. That is for sure. So, but um, yeah, you're right. There's lots more advertisements too um, for it. So, um, in general, Conquer. I think the multiplayer was really fun. I I do remember playing that a lot. The the Teddy part. I think it's like capture the flag mainly is what you played with it. Yeah, there's a uh, what all were the different modes? Let's see. I got them right here. It was uh, it's beach. And honestly, I just played this, some of these yeah. a, a year or so ago again, and I can't remember what all of them consist of. But anyway, there's there's Beach, Raptor. Raptor's a fun one. Raptor's one where one person actually plays as a raptor, and I believe the other person tries to steal their eggs. Um, Heist, that's the one where, where you play as the weasels and you try to steal stuff. Uh, War, kind of speaks for itself. Tank, Race, and Deathmatch. So, yeah, there was a decent variety of things. Wars, I think, like the capture the flag one, so to speak. Um, yeah, there was a decent variety of it, and it was it was pretty fun. It's kind of one of those, like, the 64 has a lot of good multiplayer games. Um, you know, like Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing, Smash Brothers, Parties, and all that. And I kind of feel like this fits that bill pretty well, but it it's still... It, it's still pretty adult themed. Like that's multiplayer is a little safer than the single player mode, but violence is still very much a thing in the multiplayer. Yeah, totally. Like cartoon violence, I guess. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think I liked the teddies too because I thought it actually was fun. And when you shoot the teddies, like their stepping goes everywhere. That is so kind of funny. Not, like really gory. It's just stuffing you know so that was always kind of funny um which again that could pass for like a rated d thing you know like if you had stuff like that in there more so 
But no, like there's real gore in this game. There's real blood in this. When Conker dies, I mean, he can, you get slight. He can explode. I, I vividly, yeah, he can explode. I vividly remember my friend dying, like swimming in this water tank, and there's like giant propellers, and it'll slice you in half yep. and sh- and show it. And uh, if you then you die right away. Whereas in Banjo Kazooie, you get sli- sliced, and they just go ow and spin, you know. <laughs> And and then and that's how they die in the game. Yeah, maybe, but, maybe we're boring, but yeah, I, I kind of get you on that. Like, a lot of I don't this, like to see that crap. A lot of this game, I, I do think is hilarious, and I almost appreciate some of the direction they tried um, from an artistic standpoint. Maybe, but but then, yeah, I'd I'd rather see one thing you mentioned, like with the teddies. I know this sounds everybody's going to think we're a bunch of big babies, but like something like the the teddies exploding and it being the the fuzz or whatever, you yeah. know, kind of like it's the blood almost find that more funny. You know what yeah. I mean? And a I little do. more creative, if that makes sense. Yep. So absolutely. again, I think something like if they could have thought of more like kind of funny, creative ways to kind of pull that off and still kind of get away with it. Cause I feel like rare can usually do that pretty well. I think yeah. they could have made it like a teen rated one still and just Probably. knocked some things down a level or changed some things a little bit here and there. But whatever. No, I'm with it you. is what it is. Yeah. But overall, you know, the game, um, it didn't sell very well. Like I said, Nintendo kind of kept it hush-hush. It's a cult classic for yeah. a certain crowd of people. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those games where I wish it really wasn't rated M. Um, because I've thought about, you know, would I ever play it? And there's been times like, yeah, I think I would. But then I'm just like, I can't. I, I just can't. I mean, it goes... I have a rule, man. Like I don't think you could... I, I know you. <laughs> and I, I don't I don't think... I would feel... I'd feel, I'd feel too guilty. And I'd yeah. feel like a hypocrite. You know? Like, I have a rule that... It's the same rule for watching something. Whether it's a movie or a TV show. Or playing something. If I would have to turn the TV off... Because someone walked in right away. Or changed the channel then I shouldn't be playing that or consuming that because our eyes are a pathway to, to our heart. And um, to me, there's just crossing lines. And uh, um, again, that's me. Everyone walks their own path and other people can handle things better than I, I can't handle gore. I, I absolutely yeah. cannot. I hate it. It, it mentally disturbs me. Um, and it doesn't leave my mind for a while. Like that's why I can't watch horror. And I watch horror movies because it stays in my mind. It doesn't just leave me when the movie's over. It stays in my mind for a while. And, uh, you know, so I have to be very careful about guarding my heart with that stuff. So, but besides that, I don't think Conker's going to ever see the light of day again. I mean, I really don't. I, I, I mean, okay, never say never. Um, we do know that he had that sequel come out that was made it was like a fan sequel and they also tried to do an oculus xbox tried to do like an oculus thing or where they had their virtual reality where it was called young conquer and it looked nothing like him and it didn't really go anywhere so basically with conquer there's just been a lot of failed attempts for him moving forward which just again it's it's just sad i don't i really just don't quite understand why xbox I mean, I get Banjo. Banjo doesn't isn't for their crowd. Banjo is for a, a Nintendo crowd more so. The proof is in the pudding. Look at Smash Brothers. People want to argue with me on that. 
that Banjo is more for Nintendo. However, Conquer could have in the past. I maybe they're not the same Xbox. I know they're not the same Xbox they used to be, but Conquer really could have been a front face for Xbox. And it's really kind of a shame that Xbox didn't take that chance with Conquer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um it's it's one of those things that I have I've I've tried to think back to like, hey, if Nintendo still had rare, not to get on that train too too long tonight, but like, you know, where would um series like Banjo kazooie be? You know, or Donkey Kong in a different direction and things like that. But and I do feel like Banjo would still be used a fairly good amount. It's got to be better than what Microsoft's given them. But yeah, absolutely would be Conquer. I really can't say, like you said, that with Bad Fur Day. I don't know. I don't know if Nintendo would have ever allowed them to make another Conquer game. Um, Either that, or they would have forced them to dumb it down and, and do something different. Yeah, and that would. I feel like at that point, after the damage had been done, so to speak, I think that would have just made people mad. Um, Probably. So. You know, I guess, again, that kind of is what it is. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's this is definitely one of those games that I would like to be able to recommend to everybody if you have a way to play it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Especially you don't endorse this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's there's again, there's there's a lot I personally enjoyed about it. And I, I like a lot of the story in, in some ways, um, especially near the end and just things like that. But yeah, I, I, use your own discretion as an adult if if you want to check it out. But yeah, I would keep this away from the kids at least. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, when did this game actually get released, Josh? It was when was that? I'm sorry, I had that pulled up. Uh, March the fifth, two thousand one. I knew it was. I knew it was like catching right up to those GameCube days. It was right near the end of the sixty four's lifespan, so to speak. Okay, March fifth. Wow. Oh, real quick, actually, I, I meant to mention this earlier. Um, kind of got to this near the end. Like I said, the the main director behind it was Chris Sieber. Um Yeah, he is with uh, what is the name of that group? I can't think of the name of it. But they worked on a on a cell phone game and stuff not long ago. It's actually pretty good. Um, I cannot. The Rusty Pup. Is yeah, the yeah, the, the is game, the name of the game. Gory detail, I think, is who he's with now. Yes, that's it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. that's his own company. I think. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the old Rare team, um, to go back on that for a second, actually aren't even there anyway. It's probably why we haven't seen, well, part of the reason we haven't seen some of these old IPs like Conquer as much anyway. I don't think this new team cares <laughs> about that, which, right. you know, no, they all. need to do them. If they are not going to do the old ones justice, then do what they're going to do and do it good. Do but, you think Platonic it, would want to take on a rated M type thing or do you think platonic wants to stay pretty family friendly i have no idea i i feel like i want to say probably not if they with them not being as big as i think they wish they were which i wish they were bigger they really deserve it um i don't think they'd take that chance i don't know though no um i I did want to mention the composer on this was was robin beanlin um i feel like that's one that's you know worked with rare a lot that doesn't always get brought up and still there yeah yeah i mean he's like back then he wasn't i'd say he was like number three in the ranks of their top composers you know you had uh grant kirkhope was probably his number number one then david wise was a close second um and then evelyn robin but i mean yeah evelyn was up there too 
Um, but then Robin, and then, um, you know, now he's basically like their head guy. I mean, he kind of just migrated into that role. Yeah, and I, I really like a lot of the music from this game. Um, I've sort of got a couple goofy YouTube playlists, and you can make fun of me later, of some game music. <laughs> There's a couple um, tracks from this game in there. Um, I can't think of sort of the main hub world and what the name of it is, but I like that one a lot. Um, it almost has like a old-timey cartoon bop to it. Um, it's kind of upbeat, actually. But... Yeah, anyhow, I think that's about all I really got to say on that one. I know we kind of went all over the place, and we sort of have our own oh. views on how mature it is and things like that, but sure, it's an interesting one. Um, I don't know if we'll ever, ever really see it again outside of, like, Rare Replay, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about yeah. all I got on it. For sure. Well, uh, Josh, why don't you do our due diligence for us, and we can close this one out, man. Sure. So you can always find us um, on the Nintendo Village site under the Nintendo Nostalgia whole show section there. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of the good stuff. Um, Well, I was going to let you know our Twitter name there, but it won't come up. So Nintendo underscore NOS. There we go. And, oh, we also have a Facebook group that we have a lot going on on there. So check that out. Um, Hit us up if you want us to shoot you an invite over there. Anyhow, other than that, um, you all have an awesome week. Uh, Jacob, do you have anything else? Yeah, uh, I mean, I hope Ryan's alive. We never heard. We still haven't heard back from him. I don't know what ever happened to him tonight, so... Um, but besides that, if he's alive, you'll hear him next week, hopefully. But yeah, you guys have a good one, and we will be back next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>